welcome back to Sith Happens. I am your host, Alex, joined by, now I've officially promoted Nick to co-host of Sith Happens. How you doing, Nick? You feel, how you, you feeling great? Well, feel, I, was, good. I wasn't sure of the direction when we first started this. And this is now our ninth episode, I believe. And I was like, I was updating the bio on our Twitter account. And I was like, Nick's a co-host. We're, we're in this together. I mean, I do, you know, the editing and the whatever and decide where it's going. But, you know, Nick's the, he's the co-host. <laughs> but that being said... Welcome back to another week of this and another week without a Bad Batch trailer. I feel like we have to say that now every week. Nick and I were just discussing. I don't think we're even going to get a Bad Batch trailer at this point. I really don't. We were, th- we we're saying maybe we'll get like a featurette or something like a week before it comes out. But besides that, no. And speaking of Bad Batch, we were discussing how we're going to run Bad Batch when it comes out and reviews and things like that. So we got a couple more things planned in the next couple weeks. I've also got a surprise that I'm going to announce at the end of the episode. Very exciting stuff. And once Bad Batch comes out, I'm not sure how we're going to run the first week because it is a Tuesday, Friday release. So I don't know if we're going to do two separate episodes or one episode. It depends on how the content of the episode goes. But the goal is to record on Friday nights and release on Saturday. So if the episode comes out on Friday, then it'll be out by Saturday. And that's the plan. So May 4th, that week, I can't wait. We'll be discussing all things Bad Batch. And today, we're going to be discussing all things from Star Wars the prequels. We're going to discuss them. Are they underrated? Are they overrated? What are our thoughts on them? You know, how have they, people's thoughts changed on them over the years with the addition of, you know, the sequels, the Clone Wars, memes, etc. Well, before I jump into that, let's get into some news real quick. So starting off. Kevin Feige has clarified that he is not involved in Star Wars or The Mandalorian. He said, quote, that's all Kathleen Kennedy. I didn't even know this was a thing at all because, you know, he's like Marvel. He's like Dave Filoni, John Favreau combined Marvel. Like, that's what I at least think. I didn't know he was involved or there was rumors of him being involved. Did you know this? Like, at all? Nah, never heard that once. I know there were rumors of him possibly doing a movie a, producing oh. a movie and possibly a trilogy but nothing that he was involved in this well they're like you know what he's done good work why don't we give him star wars oh god i think star wars yeah. doesn't have their <laughs> shit together it goes back to that idea of like the civil war which i feel like is what we're at kind of yeah you know you have like dave filoni and john well john favreau's i mean he's there i guess but he's also involved in other stuff. But you have, like, the Filoni-verse versus, like, Kathleen Kennedy and her, you know, people. Whatever they do. It's not good. Yeah. But moving on. <laughs> there is a rumor that Star Wars Visions, it's slotted to premiere in October-ish. I forget what the show is. Isn't it, like, is this the anime show? Yeah, this is the anthology anime series. So just random stories and i think in multiple different animations because i think they said that they were like going with multiple different Different studios to do each up to do each episode yeah so it could be pretty interesting but as far as this rumor comes from there is a novel inspired by one of the 10 i guess films that are coming out and it is set to release on october 12th 
So based on that alone, people are, you know, implying and rumoring it that we will get a like somewhat of fall release date. This is one of the shows we know. Again, it's coming out this year. But again, it's we don't know a date. We don't know exactly. The only thing we really know right now is Bad Batch. And that took us the longest time to ever get a date for that anyways. That being said, it's been revealed that the upcoming Star Wars Acolyte Disney Plus series did not impact the plans of the High Republic series. Which kind of confuses me, but not really. Because from my understanding, the Acolyte has been... That was announced at Investor's Day, correct? Yeah, that's the one that's supposed to be the like, end yeah. of the High Republic. And then the High Republic stuff is like all the books and stuff that are coming out right now, correct? Yes, and comics, so books which, and comics, yeah. Which did they have planned out first? Do you even know? I thought they had it all planned, but I guess that was a wrong assumption once because, again. <laughs> well, the accolade, I remember, did we hear anything? Like, did you know that was happening before Investor's Day? No, that that was a That was, that a was new an Investor's Day? Okay, yeah. did you know anything about the High Republic stuff before they announced all the books and comics and stuff? It was like they announced that a really long time ago. They did. Okay, okay. Yeah, but they just released in January. And they did say that the High Republic stuff, like that era, that there, that we would be getting TV shows and possibly movies based off some of that stuff. So it wasn't a huge surprise that mm -hmm. we got the Acolyte announced. It was just that was the first one we heard about. Like People like, were assuming that we'd get more High Republic stuff, too. Because that was the direction that they said they were taking Star Wars, that this was the new era that they really wanted to focus in on. But then Dave Filoni came around and dropped the Mandalorian and Clone Wars Wait, so you're season. telling me that before, so before, like, the Mandalorian and the Clone Wars, they were going to focus a majority of their stuff on, like, the High Republic? That's at least what they said, or their original plan. That was their plan? Yeah. That's so then, interesting. Then Mandalorian took off, and they were like, you know what, let's pivot a little bit. And so now, now they're, they're doing, like, in between the two films. Like yeah, the, and all right? of the books and comics are really just focusing on High Republic hmm. still for right now. Interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. so this mm -hmm. is not High Republic. This is, you know, okay. Andor. We got new set photos for Andor, which tease, like, a Empire threat, and they also show, like, a Galactic Village. I looked at them. It literally looks like everything we've been getting out of the show, so I was kind of like, okay, is this really a new news? Because it, it, it's just like a village, and like it's nothing. I don't know. You can look them up. I'm go I get all my news off of at Star Wars underscore direct. They're really great. I have my notifications on them for them. And there was like an article with all the stuff. So if you would check that out, again, it's I'm excited for this show because I did like Cassie and Andor from Rogue One, and I think there was a lot you could have went off with that. And I like this period a lot and there's rumors we're getting obi-wan so we might get ahsoka and it's gonna be a very i'm excited for when this comes out but there were new set photos released and you know it looks like a star wars film i don't know what else you want me to say <laughs> that being said it's birthday time we only had one birthday this week to my knowledge if i miss someone's birthday oh no two birthdays two birthdays okay kira Knightley's birthday who played sebi i can't pronounce it in the Phantom Menace, she played one of Padme's handmaidens. And everyone would talk about that. They would be like, oh my god, it was Keira Knightley. And it was also Carrie Russell's birthday. And she played, what was her name? In, I can't even think of the name. In the sequels, the Poe's quote-unquote love interest or former love interest. Oh, shoot. 
Hey, with the helmet the whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> Does it start with a Z? It's something like that. Hold on, let me Hold look it on. up real quick. Uh, Zori Bliss. Yes, so happy birthday to those lovely ladies. <laughs> Which one's Kira Knightley? Kira Knightley is in all the period pictures. She was in Pride and Prejudice. She's yes, in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah. She's, Love Pride and Prejudice. She's the Great you know, period piece queen, as they call her. She in oh, she's an imitation game, I think. I don't and know. And I think she she's in one other movie that I saw that I like. Yeah, you're right. She is in a lot of period pieces now that she's I think the about period it. Period piece huh. queen, as they call her. I did not know that. What do you know? Let's get into today's topic, which I'm very excited about. The prequels, which I feel are, it's an interesting topic because of how much things have changed, at least within the last 10 years. People say they're overrated. People say they're underrated. And I just, I don't know. So I guess a good place to start is looking at the very beginning. So when you first saw the prequels, which... I mean, for reference for us, we were alive when the when Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith came out. I I mean, I'm assuming Nick as well, but we did mm. not watch them when they first came out because we were literal babies. <laughs> when did Attack of the Clones come 2002. Okay, yeah. You were alive, yes. I mean, we saw them, obviously, whatever. But when you first saw the prequels, I mean, you didn't have the context of the sequels or the Clone Wars or anything like that. Your first reaction... Before anything else came out, like, what was your thought of, the, like, the prequels alone? I enjoyed the Lego Star Wars video games, you see. Okay, okay, okay. So I enjoyed a lot of the prequel stuff. Yoda in a floaty chair. I thought that was great. Yoda jumping around, doing all these flips and stuff. I can get behind that. I remember those video games. Those are fun. I didn't like Phantom Menace that much as a kid. I did like Attack of the Clones as a kid. I did enjoy that one. Good choice. And then... I loved Revenge of the Sith, and the first time I watched that, I was probably like eight, maybe nine. That's still to this day the only movie to ever make me cry. Really? Yes. Like, when did you cry? I mean, I can assume. Oh, when uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. My family watched them in release order, so I will say that. So I did, so I watched the original trilogy first, then watched all of the prequels but then you know video games so then i played like lego star wars and battlefront and all of those games and went back and watched them again and understood them a little more when i was like you know 12 13 when i was a little older then i think is when i flipped and i was like okay phantom menace is pretty cool attack the clones has some issues but i still enjoy it revenge (laughs) of the sith (laughs) revenge of the sith is Top amazing topic. yeah so to go off of what you said i i did watch them in release order too and i phantom menace always confused me i guess the jump from phantom menace to attack of the clones i never understood i think when i was real young that like anakin was like you know what i mean like how he's like they it's two separate actors it's you know i think his yeah. name is jake lloyd and whatever and i don't think i got that until i was a little older i remember we would always watch revenge so my car my car had a like a dvd player in it and i was talking Oof. to my brother about this the other day and he says he doesn't like revenge of the sith anymore because we watched it so much when we were younger in the car like every time we would go in the car even if it was just like to run to the grocery store or whatever the dvd player would fire up and revenge of the sith was like always it there was like a couple movies that were always in the car and Revenge of the Sith was, like, always playing. But, I mean, I love that movie now. <laughs> but, like, I, I didn't... I don't know. It was a weird time, too, because this was probably 
the late 2000s, early 2010s, and, you know, I think public perception of the sequels, too, is that they weren't, you know, well, when you compare prequels. them. When you only have prequels. When you only have yeah. them, what, what's it called? When you only can compare them to the original trilogy at the time, I think it was like, yeah, these aren't great. Up until, I'm trying to think, what came up? Clone Wars came up first, right? Out of anything that, like, diverged off of the prequels? Okay, hold on. Oh, this is funny because we were talking Which, about this the other day. Are you talking about? Oh, so, are you talking about the separate show? Okay. The two D Clone Wars that looks like Samurai Jack. It's called Star Wars Clone Wars. And when they remade the CGI one with Dave Filoni and everything, it became Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So they just added the the. Up until that, I, I guess it's hard to say then. Like, I was going to say, like, up until the Clone Wars came out, I guess everyone was kind of like, I mean, how would you say public perception? You'd probably know better than me. Like, overall public perception of the prequels up until, like, the Clone Wars came out was, eh, right? It's kind of, or did they, did they absolutely despise them? Or was it more of like a, eh? I'd say Revenge of the Sith was always mostly positive-ish. Mostly. And then Phantom Menace, I think, was the quickest turnaround where people went into theaters enjoying it and loving it just because they like Star Wars and then like sat with it like a few weeks or like a month and then were like, this is not what it should be. Mm. And then Attack of the Clones, people were already like, nah, we're not having this. So was it a similar perception? Do you think of what like the sequel reception I think like, it would be I similar. Feel like the Force Awakens, like people liked it, I guess, but they were also like, "Oh my God, it's a New Hope," forty years later, and then. But they still enjoyed it. That's the only thing. But I thought you said people enjoyed a... Phantom Menace. That was like the initial reception. I, I, I the. Uh, I'm saying that. I, that see how yeah. this compares to like Force Awakens. I, I'd compare it more to the Last Jedi, because when Last Jedi first came out, what? everyone, yeah. Really. There was there was a solid week. Because you gotta oh. remember, a week or two, where, because you gotta remember that critics really liked The Last Jedi. So people no were. Way. Yeah. No way. I guess on a, from a critical standpoint, if, yeah. you, if you can't count it as a standalone movie, and again, sure, but. I mean, they were trying to deal with heavier themes and character development. Disney depending. probably paid them off too, but yeah. okay, continue. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> We're not getting into that. We're not getting into that conspiracy that theory. That was last week's conversation. Bro, you don't even know. Because you, cause you're not that into DC. That's like the biggest conspiracy theory. That, About what? That um, Disney pays off the critics to be critical of DC movies and to love all the MCU movies. Because Last Jedi, cause so it got mostly good reviews from critics. And then you started seeing some fan reviews. But the initial reaction was like... It's pretty good. And then people sat with it and were like, wait a minute. What did they just do? And then it kind of changed. There were some people that were right off the bat realized what they did with Luke Skywalker's character and were like, this is weird. I remember yeah. walking out and being like, that was a weird movie. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's closer to what happened with Phantom Menace, where people sat with it like a week really enjoying it then realized wait like, what what it mess. was yeah this is a mess and then they immediately with attack of the clones were like closer to rise of skywalker where everyone was pretty unhappy but then revenge of the sith came out and everyone was like this is what i wanted oh 
I forgot to mention at the beginning, but when we went back to our, when we did our movie review, I'm trying to think, where did you put, I think we both had Revenge of the Sith at one. Mine was Revenge of the Sith, then Attack of the Clones, and Phantom Menace, and I'm sure you did, I think you did Revenge of the Sith, then Phantom, then Attack of the Clones, in terms of just ranking the sequels. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I'm pretty sure I put Empire up top. Did I put Empire up top? Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, in terms of just the prequels, though, we have both have Revenge of the Sith at the top of our list. Yeah. Um, I did Revenge of the Sith, Phantom, and Attack then, of the Clones, because yeah. Attack of the Clones was in the lower tier compared to these. No comment. I think I had Phantom Menace pretty mid-tier. <laughs> okay, whatever. It might have been, like... No, it's not that great of a movie. <laughs> I think it was... I think I put it at five. I think you did, too. Yeah. That being said... So, the Clone Wars comes out, and, like, does this... It's it's a weird thing. Hold on. Clone Wars or The Clone Wars? I don't know. So, I'm trying to think, because... So, you have Clone Wars comes out in... 2002. 2002. 2003? Okay. 2003. This, like, immediately followed up... Yes. Did it follow up Revenge of the Sith? No. It was Attack the exact the release it, it followed up Attack of the Clones. Hold on. Because Revenge of the Sith uh, came out in 05. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this led right up to um, Revenge of the Sith, because the show actually ended in 2005, because I think it had two seasons, two or three yeah. seasons. Yeah. So did that I first show seasons, change yeah. anyone's, I mean, did you, if you've watched it? But, I have watched it. And I know it's not, it's not canon. Mm, I, don't I know they're bringing back so. some they're parts of it as canon. They're a lot of it. They've, yeah, they've brought in individual characters and stuff. It's... But the show it as a whole is not canon. The but. only thing it would really change if it was canon is the power levels, because they make the Jedi look ridiculously strong. And the clone troopers, actually. They're like, they're insane. But um, that being said, does it change, did it change, or would it change? If you just had the prequels and that, would, like, you know what I mean? Would the prequels would I be, be happy? better? Or, like, are you still like, eh? Um, I mean, as a kid, I loved the cartoon, and I still think there's some cool stuff. There's some cool designs in it. It's definitely better that we have the Clone Wars. For sure. I'll give it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Clone Wars. It's coming out on Disney Plus in two weeks? Is Next two weeks? week. Next week, okay. I think it comes out the second or third. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. So we're actually going to review that when it comes out. I know Next already seen it. I have not seen it, but we'll do an episode on that within the next couple weeks. But... So it doesn't really do anything for the prequels as a whole, you're saying? Nah, yeah, it doesn't do nah. that much. We do see, you do see Anakin get knighted in it. Mm. So they, they cut off his Isn't that where he gets braid. a scar too? Like on his eye? Or it's implied or something? From like yeah, the, there's from a Ventress worm. Or something, right? What the there's f- a worm too that like <laughs> goes over his eye and gives him some tattoos. It's That's cool. Odd. It's a lot of cool stuff. So I guess after that we had... The Clone Wars, right? That came out in, like, 06 or 7 or something like that. No, that was definitely later. No, 06 or 7 or 8. Look it up. That's a 3. Okay, 8. It was 08? Yeah, it was 08. So I think that being said, I think we can collectively agree. Because I think we had what? I'm trying to think. Up until the sequels, we had seasons 1 through 6. Maybe season 6 overlapped with the first sequel to come out but i'm thinking 
I think we had season six before because it was on Netflix at the yeah. time. Yeah, I feel like they released it before. So that being said, I think the prequels for everyone at least are slightly more elevated than they were before the Clone Wars came out. And I guess it's more of like Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith because the Phantom Menace is still just kind of sitting there. But when you have now this show that connects the two films... I mean, personally, I enjoy it a lot more because I think you have well, so much more to build off of these characters with. Yeah. Especially like I, Anakin and Obi-Wan, you know, and even now with the addition of Ahsoka. But. Yeah. I know a big complaint was like, so we heard about the Clone Wars and there were some random books and comics about it, but like back in the day, but like they just kind of mention it offhand in A New Hope that, oh, your father fought in the Clone Wars and people mm-hmm. are like, oh, what's that? But just watching the movies you wouldn't really know the no. scope of the Clone Wars. Like, exactly. you see the very beginning with the Battle of Geonosis. And the very during end Attack of the Clones. The yeah, and then you see, like, you see, like, the Battle of Utapau a little bit with Obi-Wan, but you don't actually really see that much Clone Wars in the first, in the, in the prequels. So Which is weird, because it's a ton of content. You'd think, yeah. you know, they would, you know? Yeah. So, like... I think that's like that's one of the biggest complaints with the prequels because there have been people that say that um you didn't need most of phantom menace which could be argued that well, if you I know start in some of the Anakin, watch orders they cut it off completely you could they could have done it a way where you already had anakin as a padawan so practically start with attack of the clones had a few flashbacks showing how he got there and then had a middle movie that was literally just about the Clone Wars. Yeah. And then had Revenge of the Sith. Or even had it where some people wanted him to turn during the second movie. Oh. And then the third, yeah, and then the third I movie like kind that. of really be that transition. That would have been that would have been interesting I think to have we a kind of get that, like that in... Like, we get hints of it in Attack of the Clones, though. And then yeah, when we, we see it, like... Again, that's why I like... And it's weird, too, though, because it's, like, obviously the Clone Wars aren't a part of, it's not a part of the prequels, but it's a part of the prequel era, I guess. Yeah. So, I guess for me, you see the beginning of the transition in Attack of the Clones, and then it's kind of hinted at. You can see it throughout the Clone Wars. My only problem, now that I look back at it, though, is that, like, I feel like it was too much... If you, I mean, maybe, because it's, okay, so maybe, because you have his mom dying, which makes sense, but it's like, if you look at him at the beginning of the Clone Wars, and then at the end of the Clone Wars, at least through season six, you get little hints of it, but it's nothing as intense as an Attack of the Clones. I mean, maybe Mortis arc, I guess, but. Well, I mean, and you have his little mom bits died. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. His mom yeah. did die, so I guess that is a big point for it, but again, I think the Clone Wars, I don't think prequels would be as and there's other factors too that we'll get into in a second but i think the the clone wars definitely adds the extra you need for the prequels to be you know as respected as they are yeah and it adds the extra time more than anything else Mm -hmm. because like doing all of doing an arc like that in three movies well two movies really it's a lot yeah, it's it's difficult to do something like that. You don't have that much screen time with the character, but now we can actually see the really slow progression progression of the character 
and through a war too so you have to think this whole time he's just fighting battles the entire time and the toll that would take on someone too yeah. so it makes more sense in um revenge of the sith where he's talking about you know peace and security and, and all that to his new empire and you're like well you know what this kind of makes sense because for the past what is it two three years all he's been doing is fighting in this war trying to help the republic and someone just said i can fix all of it i mean I think well, everyone would be a little more like, okay, I can sort of get behind this. I'm thinking, too, like, when he wasn't granted rank of master, he's like, it's like, it's so weird that they would put him on the cat After now seeing everything that this man has done True. and been through and literally, like, he ha- he didn't lose one battle. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe I'm going nuts. But he hasn't lost one. They're like, well, grant you seat on the, like. If anything, I think you would grant someone rank of master before granting them a seat on the council. Like that's well, you know, sense. The Jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers. But they just fought in a war. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like it doesn't. Yeah. Make, like. So yeah. I that just feels weird to me, especially. And then after seeing the Clone Wars too, I think you can more sympathize with why he's upset. I mean, you saw everything that happened and you're like really like this he didn't lose one battle at their okay. yeah you, you go ahead and do that but i mean i definitely add something i wouldn't say it's a part of the prequels but it's in the you wouldn't say it's part of the prequels would you no because the prequels are a trilogy it's, it's the movie trilogy yeah but it, it, it's in it's yeah the, it's in that era. era yeah yeah it technically is a prequel to the original trilogy because almost everything True. is except the sequels so i guess the biggest if we're looking at how you would rank the sequels or how you would view the sequels i guess the biggest factor or the most impactful factor in recent time is the sequels (laughs) the dreaded sequels and nick and i were talking about this we did an episode last week on the sequels and i posted you know asking people what their favorite sequel was i literally started a mini twitter war because I literally just asked what the fav- what your favorite moment from the sequels was, and people are going off. And they're still going off, and I've tweeted this like a day ago. There's obviously some correlation between the sequels and the prequels as far as how you would rank or how you would view the prequels. In my opinion, just giving an objective, like, overall thing, I think people were, the prequels weren't as great as the original trilogy. And, you know, you could even say hated at least the first two. And then you get the sequels, as a whole, I mean, Force Awakens, you know, we both agree that that's the best of the three. But then you get all the sequels as a whole, and you look at what you have with the prequels, and it's, like, the better of... Not even the better of the two evils, because, again, I don't think the prequels are that bad, but it's, like, damn, like, we were really criticizing the prequels when we didn't know how bad we could actually get it with the sequels. I guess that's my interpretation of it. I mean, how would you describe this correlation between No, that's, that's a pretty good way to describe <laughs> it. That's... The grass is always greener and all that. I'd say the biggest what? thing... Wait, 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 okay, I'm curious. Go ahead. I'd say the biggest thing that stands out in comparison of the two, the prequels have a very clear and cohesive storyline. Like, you know it's the fall of Anakin Skywalker. That's, like, the whole yeah. thing. Or, I guess, the rise well, and fall. origin. Yeah. yeah, it's his origin. And you know that we had to get from point a to point b point b being he's darth vader and we see that i think i personally think that the sequels 
did not really have a cohesive storyline, and they didn't have a point A, point B. Well, apparently some people would disagree with you on Twitter. So That's true. That's like the biggest standout, where I will say, I think, for the most part, the writing and some of the production value is probably a little better on the... um, on the sequels it's also you know the time period too like we're going from early 2000s to late 2010s so that's always a factor but i think revenge of the sith still looks pretty good and most of phantom menace i think looks decent there's a few things the coloring the coloring on phantom menace is weird i think attack of the clones looks better than phantom menace i mean again i'll say that yeah well like phantom menace the droid factory the droid factory scene in Attack of the Clones bothers I, me. It bothers me a lot. I think of, like, the lot. final battle on Naboo. I think Jar Jar Binks in, is a test. Yeah, that's that. true. It just looks... I think I think it's more of a thing, too, with, like, the CGI of, like... Yeah. CGI on CGI is fine. But, like, when you have CGI on, like, real shots, I think that's when it's... Like, I'm trying to... Like, you know when Jar Jar is walking around with um, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Phantom yeah. Menace? And, like, it's, like, CGI, but it's, like, a real background. And you just have CGI. Like, that, to me, is... But well, you, we didn't talk about that either. The amount of CGI George Lucas chose to use on these Oh, don't worry. We'll, we, we shall get back okay, to that. Okay, we'll do a mini sure. individual review of each one. And I'm adding okay. that to the list. CGI. Okay. <laughs> um, so I can see that where the sequels, I'd say, have decent ish writing for a lot of it i wouldn't say that like when you think of the sequel as an issue that you think of you're not gonna be like oh yeah the writing was bad or the acting or anything or the acting so, like, is bad yeah um i think most people would be like there's the storyline is whacked the treat the character arcs are trash the yeah. like i i don't think like your animation well not animation but like visual you know I mean? effects visual yeah. effects or acting is or screenwriting is going to be an issue when you bring and that up. i know we're going to talk about it later but they also made a big point of going partially practical as much as they could when they were doing the sequels like i remember the first like set photos and announcements and stuff and they had the puppets and stuff walking around for the aliens and stuff for the sequels whereas george lucas to. was yeah george lucas was really trying to push cgi and green screen stuff and i just think more or less it just wasn't there yeah well for the time too i mean i'm sure it's like if he was maybe 10 years later so like after avatar came out that we would have been fine avatar the blue people avatar yes i know (laughs) not avatar the last airbender (laughs) which you should watch oh my god you missed that shout out last week by the way but (laughs) i did but yeah i mean so you think how am I trying to go with this? I think definitely I, after the sequels, people were like going back on the idea of Revenge of the Sith and saying we underrated them, at least from my yes. perspective of things. Specifically Revenge of the Sith, yes. People trying to say, <laughs> I know you don't agree with this, but Attack of the Clones, I still think is very low tier. <laughs> Let's I put still in perspective. Don't, I, hold on, hold on. Let's put in perspective <laughs> what our rankings were. If you remember, I remember my rankings were my last pick was the Last Jedi, then Solo, then Rise of Skywalker, then The Force Awakens. I think it was then Rogue One, then Phantom Menace, 
then A New Hope, then Attack of the Clones. So Attack of the Clones is number four for me. Nick, I believe you had Attack of the Clones below The Force Awakens, just for perspective yeah. of things, right? Yeah, I did yeah. like Solo. I think I switched Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I did yeah. Solo, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones. And even then, Attack of the Clones is rough. I'm going to say it. It's not... That's, I feel like that could even be seen as a hot take, saying that it's above those... Actually, no. It should be above Solo. But Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I think those three could be a coin flip sometimes. And that is where we disagree, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> um, I just... But it does have the best sound effect in the history of history with the seismic charges. I don't. I've like, never thought of. I didn't even know what a seismic charge was until like someone. Mandalorian. Like, not even then. Like until we discussed it. Like I was unaware really? of this oh and like God. the impact of you know seismic charges and everyone you know whatever. But I think when you look at the two trilogies overall, I think people were misguided in their judgment of the prequels. I mean, I'm a little biased, but. So is everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And I think then when you look at the sequels and you're like, oh, shit. Like, I remember people were like, damn, like, George, please come back. Because we didn't realize how, even though those were bad, like, how good we had it, I guess. And I don't know if it's a because of, well, you're comparing the two. So out of the two, I guess the prequels are better. Or if it's yeah. because we're looking at the prequels in a new light, which I, <laughs> that's debatable. But I think when you compare, and again, I don't know if this is a great way to argue something, but when you compare the two. <laughs> I would never say. In, <laughs> Go see, ahead. I don't want to say that. Nope, I, comparing one movie being bad does not make another movie better. Or at least it shouldn't. In this case. An overall trilogy, though? When you're looking at it overall. I, I know. I guess overall. Well, we're, we're also speaking comparatively. We're. Where we're looking at which would we put higher on a list and stuff. So that's different. But individually, I think I think we could appreciate the storylines a lot more now with the with the prequels and everything. Mm-hmm. And we've had enough distance from it where we can be like, all right, I see what he was trying to do here, and I enjoy that. I like what he was trying to do for most for most of the prequels. At Bandit, who is? said one thing to discuss would be like how drastically the views on the prequels have changed over time with the clone wars the memes and even the sequels which i guess is kind of a wrap-up point for where we're at because we did discuss you know how the clone wars and meme culture and obviously the sequels now which goes into my question like are i think it's 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 weird People are either like the sequels or no not the sequels the prequels are underrated or they're overrated now and i don't I wouldn't say they're overrated, but I don't think they're necessarily as underrated anymore because of the sequels. I'd say... Like, they're middle ground, at least in my opinion. (laughs) I'd say you having attacked the clones makes it up so far up the list, makes it good point that they might be slightly overrated but that's what movie i'm talking overall though yeah it's better it's been a weird flip but i would say i wouldn't say overall that they're being overrated too much i think it's more that like we said comparatively speaking to the sequels people enjoyed these better there's also the factor of nostalgia like we were like like you said we watched these all the time growing up like this was the star wars that we grew up with so now that generation is now old 
I and feel like we might get that with the sequels in 20 years, which scares That's what I t- the shit I told, out of me. I told you, you're going to be teaching in a classroom and someone's going to say that The Last Jedi is their favorite Star Wars movie. And you're going to know that out. you're old. <laughs> well, okay. So for reference, I'm an education major and we, we've had this discussion multiple times that my kids are going to like the sequels and I'm not going to... I'm going to just play the prequels and repeat because... <laughs> in terms of... We did this last week too, but overall ranking of the trilogies we both had the sequels in last place i think it would be fair of me to say that we would both put the prequels as our middleman yeah yeah okay they're not terrible but after seeing (laughs) what can become of you know now that disney has bought everything and whatnot i think you know starting with the phantom menace at Shazil003N said, I've always wondered why people don't like The Phantom Menace. I've seen the casual, it's too politicky, but without politics, there is no Star Wars. I agree, I guess. Um, I don't think, like, this is my least favorite of the films, because I think it's so, like, it's just weird. I don't know. I mean, I, like. I will say. I like Qui-Gon. That's the one thing I do like that we get from it, yeah. is Qui-Gon. I think that's a good interpretation. And the Jedi Council scene. I like that scene. Council. Council. Yes. Council. Council. Yeah, I said council, didn't I? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little... Like, I will say... From it's, a it's, story it's, perspective, I mean, like... It's decent overall. It is strange. It is a little strange. Like, I feel like... Jumping from... The original trilogy... Which I don't feel like we see that much well it's also the empire so like there's not that much political stuff to be done per se because it's just it's straight up just an open rebellion is what those (laughs) movies are about but it is it is more heavy in the political aspect but i think that's sort of to be expected because this is how we lead to the empire so you have to imagine that something had to happen politically for that to happen in the galaxy i don't even think it's that political i'm trying to think of that movie right i mean the whole movie is technically about a blockade so i guess a little (laughs) oh wait what's that i don't even know i'm trying to think of the plot so we have the The, they're on the ship in the beginning we want to they were sent to negotiate so they were sent to negotiate with um the the, new new gun right yeah trade federation because they set up a blockade around naboo and people were, you know, starving and stuff because they couldn't get stuff into Naboo or anything. Um, then they go to Naboo, they infiltrate, they save some people, then they escape with the queen. And they go to the, you know, Tatooine and stuff because their, Tatoo- um. their ship's not fully functioning, so they need parts. And then they go to Coruscant. Um, then they go. I never go thought and... about that. The whole reason they're on the moon in the first place is because of the blockade. Hmm. Yeah. That's so weird. But then they figure out that there's a Sith Lord, so they are sent back to Naboo to deal with the Sith Lord while You're the other people. You're showing this better than I ever could, so. <laughs> while the other people go to, you know, destroy the droids and stuff and take back the capital, all that stuff. And the Gungans help out. It is decently political they have to deal with the gungans the gungans straight up said no at first they were like we don't want to deal with these people they're not with us (laughs) we're busy that day 
Um, like, it's a little political. It's, yeah, now that I think of it, it is. Yeah. I don't think, I guess, though, in terms of, like, like, I would never put this below any of the sequels. I... No. No. <laughs> I don't think it's... <sighs> My only concern with the film, I guess, is in terms of like overall story, I'm I'm not talking like practical or any effects or anything like that. Okay. Is that it's it's not irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. You can't say that this movie is irrelevant because it does bring up some good. You know, you get the beginning of Padme and Anakin, and you get be honestly beginning of Anakin, beginning of Obi Wan. You know, you have Duel of the Fates, which again we've talked about how that's very important to the overall storyline. But I think, like, you could skip watching it and still be not confused. Like I said earlier, I forget what the... So there's different ways to watch the films. You know, there's release order, there's, um, like, chronologically. And there's yeah. other ways. I forget what this one... I think it's Samurai. It's not called Samurai. I called it Samurai earlier. I can't think Are of what it's called. you talking about the Machete Order? Machete. That's what it's oh called. And the Machete Order, you don't watch Phantom Menace at all. It's left out of the watch. I think in terms of story, I don't know if I would have started the first episode here. I know we mentioned this earlier, too. I probably would have started where Attack of the Clones does, maybe a couple years earlier. And then I would have done my second episode on the, the Clone Wars. Because, again, when this first came out, I feel like you have that such... Even though there's less time between Attack of the Clones and F- Revenge of the Sith in comparison to Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones... It still feels like there's so much more content you're missing. And again, I've been wanting to campaign for, you know, a mini series between episodes one and two. But I think, you know what I mean? So strange. So strange. I mean, you're right that we don't have that much content in that time. But at the same time, I'm like, it's just Anakin training. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> wouldn't you have rather had episode two been episode one and then a Clone Wars episode? Or do you think it's good that we have it in the anthology because there's so much to cover? I think that's a benefit of the Clone Wars, too, is that it is because we have all these seasons and stuff. You have to explore different things besides just the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's the only thing because like if, if you did that, like, what would that movie be? It would just be a single arc from Clone Wars. So, like, would you just choose one of those arcs and make it a movie, a full-length feature film, and then you'd add some more character it would have to be one with some character development for anakin like you see part of the turn and everything but then then the last movie is just revenge like it would be strange to because you're choosing one single story or battle from an entire war so it did get how much content we actually get out of clone wars yeah so i mean it it that's the clone wars works better as a show doing it as a movie would have been really difficult but at the same time we probably should have seen a little more of it within the prequels itself. Is this movie necessary? There would have been ways to do it differently. Like I said, they could have tried to do flashbacks instead of the full movie. Mm-hmm. when you st- And you just start him off as a Padawan and everything. Um, yeah, it's... Like, I wouldn't say it's so relevant. No, it's not irrelevant. Some, there, there's still some. There's a lot of foreshadowing. Of a lot of foreshadowing. That's like most of the movie, as far as ramifications going down the line in the rest of the trilogy. 
So now going into like the production of Phantom Menace, and this movie was made in 1999, so probably and it shows. It was, yes, it does show. So like the n- late 90s, because you know post production went out. So you said you wanted a you had a point to mention. The coloring is weird. It's oh my so, god! Yeah, it's so like I don't even know if it's bright. Like I don't know the exact term for it, but it's just it looks so weird looking at this movie. And the rest, that's it's only this movie. The Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith don't have this. But, like, especially when they're in Naboo, like, in the capital. Mm-hmm. Like, you just see them running around, and it looks so strange. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Well, because when I make fan cams, and I pull, like, clips of, like, like I'll be pulling clips of, I pull clips of Qui-Gon, um, Padme, and Obi-Wan from Phantom Menace. And... It's just, the color is so wonky. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, like, it could just be that we haven't seen a place like this, really, in Star Wars before. I think it's because of the CGI. I think it's, yeah, it's probably the CGI. I'm but thinking I'm thinking of, like, the droids. Like, yeah, because Tatooine still looks decently fine. Like, it's still weird compared to, like, A New Hope, which is strange that A New Hope looks better at times. <laughs> All, Empire Strikes Back looks better than this entire movie. I'm going to say that for a fact. Um, yeah. But Tatooine looks decent for the most part. I think Coruscant, they actually did a decent job with Coruscant for the few scenes that it's in. I don't showing see, like a I giant I can't even city. tell you, like, objectively, because I can't remember any of the scenes from Coruscant. Like, I remember when they're with Anakin and the council, but I think that's, like, the extent of it. It's, like, any council scenes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And when they first land and they show the platform for a little bit but yeah that's oh. practically it um but yeah i just wanted to make that point that naboo looks wonky as heck and the droid fight at the end is really wonky with the gungans but that's oh. probably because everything's cgi the droids look so weird to me like i would love to see if they could redo phantom menace with like well, modern I mean, day cgi-ish and stuff like in mandalorian when they show um the flashback and they show the super battle droid like it looks really cool. I like, don't know Man. what you're talking about. I can't believe you... When he first gets rescued... I'm looking this up. Keep talking. And I'm like, I feel like the battle droids should look this scary throughout all of the prequels, but they definitely don't. Like, they're also meant a lot of times to be comedic, which I'm okay with. I think they're like, so funny. That That's one thing I will give you is that the battle... They're just so funny. Like, I they are. dying laughing. They're so funny. They are. And I enjoy that, but I... Wish they looked better. I wish he went practical with a few things. And if you look at, like, how they did, um, the original trilogy, like, when they have all of those stormtroopers standing around, most of those aren't actually real stormtroopers. I don't know if you know this. They're paintings. They have a few of them in there that are actually real people to make it look like that they're all real people. And I'm like, that's so cool. And I'm like... Why do these movies look so much better and they're so much older? Yeah, well, because I think, again, I think it goes back to the idea of George Lucas wanting to transition into CGI. Yeah. And because he was like, oh, we have CGI, like, go full out. When in reality, I think they should have done something that they did on with, like, the sequels with the mix. Because I think the sequels, I'd say out of all three trilogies, I think the sequels overall look best. I still think Empire holds up. But, and even Revenge of the Sith isn't that bad, but, like, I think overall, the sequels look pretty good. I mean, we talked about the other day, too, like, The Last Jedi, despite it being, you know, the worst movie, in my opinion, it's the most visually, you Appealing, know, appealing, yeah. yeah. 
I think there's only there's only a very few scenes. I think there's only like one or two scenes in Revenge of the Sith that I think look really wonky, but never to the point that it takes me out of the movie no. like it does in Phantom Menace. For sure. But I will say um the pod racing scene holds up. I think it looks cool still. Oh look, I just got a reply from one of my friends, Gab. She said, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite of the three, just because I'm a sucker for angst. Plus, it had the best looks, TM. <laughs> I'll die on the hill that Padme didn't die of sadness, because that's stupid as hell, LMAO. Overall, great potential, bad execution in spots, and was made better through shows plus books. I think that's true. assessment. Thanks, Gabby. Yep. Gab. I will say throughout middle school, Revenge of the Sith was definitely my favorite Star Wars movie. I... Oh, really? <laughs> yes, 100%. I mean, I go back and forth between Empire and Revenge of the Sith... I've I've determined for at least my own thing. I think in terms of technicality and like objectiveness, I think Empire is the best. In yeah. terms of like my favorite combined with because then Revenge of the Sith would be too. Yeah. I think in terms of my favorite mixed with a little objectivality, I think Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I mean they're obviously I will say the Clone Wars is my favorite era in Star Wars. Out of you mean anything. the prequels era or like the, the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars TV specifically? Show is... Oh, well, so like the oh, okay. From Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith is my favorite era in all of Star. I love the Clone really? Wars. I love clo- I love the clones for one, um, but I just love the Clone Wars in general. That's Speaking my of Clone era. Wars, <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the Clones. I feel like this movie might be the most debated. You have people that love it. You have people that hate it. And I think there's different reasons for that. I know, Nick, you mixed it in with your sequel thing. I can watch this movie and enjoy it. I'll say that. Oh, wait. She replied again. She said, plus, all the, this is Gab again. She said, plus, all the actors did their best with George Lucas's writing and didn't deserve the hate they got. Especially Jake Lloyd, who played Phantom Annie and Phantom Menace. And the guy who played, um, what's his name? Ahmad Best. The guy that played Jar Jar. I feel oh, like that'd yeah. be a good topic of discussion. Yeah, we'll talk about it right now. So, because I feel like a lot of that comes from Attack of the Clones as well. Yeah. And we've talked about this before in in our movie rankings. I think that, or at least I brought it up. I don't think Hayden Christensen, at least when he was playing, I think his portrayal of Anakin is perfect. I just think that the some aspects of the dialogue and direction from George weren't the best. But I think that he does the best that he could with the character. I do, again, think, I know a lot of people are like, the dialogue isn't great, but I, I, I will stand by and say some of it is, some of it makes sense to me, because this is what, he was, what, 18, 17, his character at the time, and, again, interacting with, I'm not even going to call them men, boys that age, it, <laughs> it matches up, for me at least. Nick has a different perspective on the issue, but in my experience... That's like what I would expect because I think over the time <laughs> you're gonna get back into this, but <laughs> <laughs> nowadays you see older and Hayden Christensen was twenty, I think, at the time. But nowadays you have like these characters being played by much older gentlemen and even their dialogue and everything it's like it's very unrealistic. Like True. For example, Riverdale. I think of Riverdale. <laughs> I think of Outer Banks, which I did love. But <laughs> you have these actors that are like almost 30 playing young boys, and they speak like they're almost 30. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. So I do like that. And I don't think, again, it's one of those things where I feel like Star Wars fans have a difficulty separating the character from the actor. 
Yeah. And I, w- I, I would w- wish I could say that this was, like, a problem with the prequels, but it's not because you've seen what's happened with um, Kelly Marie Tran and John Boyega and how they've basically sometimes been bullied off of social media and things like that. Yeah. So I think it's a fine line to cross. But I guess, you know, what are your thoughts on anything that I just mentioned? Being, having been an <laughs> awkward teenage boy for the last six years or so i do not go to the movies or watch movies to see an awkward teenage boy and i think he should be more smooth than he is you're just mad because it's a realistic interpretation yes i am this man is literally this man is literally a war hero he should have more game no but in attack of the clones he wasn't in war yet or anything that's and i think he's not a war hero yet but still you look at attack of the clones and it's like the scrawny little whiny Anakin. I don't like... Like, he's, like... He's literally standing with this beautiful woman. And all I can think of is, I don't like sand. Boys don't know how to flirt at 17, 18 years old. So, I'll give him credit because that's not great. And that's very accurate. So, I mean, maybe even a little worse. But also think about... (laughs) I think take into consideration he's been trained by the Jedi Order since he was 12. And even then he was a slave. So it's not like he has a lot of social interaction as far as, like, with kids. I mean, maybe he did on... But I'm talking about, like, flirting interaction. Like, this guy is stuck up in the Jedi Temple. Horny-ass boy. Got nothing better to do. Like, he's not going to know how to flirt with the former Queen of Naboo. I mean, it's Natalie Portman we're talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I think it's it's great, too, though, because you have this angsty little boy... You know, he, whatever, he's, he's a boy. And then I like how through the, the Clone Wars, you see the progression from him being the Attack of the Clones Anakin to the Anakin that we see in Revenge of the Sith, because the Anakin in Revenge of the Sith, in my opinion, is so much more mature, and you can tell that he's been through a war. He's seen, he's seen some things. He's seen some things. He's been, he's done some things. He's been through. I think Obi-Wan great... gave him some flirting lessons. Exactly. Satine and Thanos. <laughs> but I think it's... You can. St- I'm glad that we start off with Attack of the Clones, Anakin, because you get to see that progression to... It, it's a good starting point, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I know you still don't like it, no matter what I'm going to say, but that's fine. No, I, I... No, honestly, I, um... like, Qui-Gon... Wait, there's a deleted scene in Phantom Menace where Qui-Gon said something about opinions, and he's like, you can each... They're not worth fighting. You'd have to look it up. It's really great. Yeah. People compare it to Star Wars all the time because it's like, you're all going to have your own opinions... Fighting about it isn't going to change somebody's opinion, you know? Like, I'm going to have my opinion, you're going to have yours. Just because I yell at you for 20 minutes straight, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, The Last Jedi is a masterpiece. So, you know what I'm saying? But, yes, go go ahead. Well, I mean, this movie introduced the best Star Wars character and... Oh, no. And just area at all of Star Wars, oh. I think. Oh. Dex's diner. And Dex, I mean... Mm-mm. That's gold. I, I That's literal gold. We struck gold on that one. I thought you were going to say Kit Fisto. <laughs> Yo, Kit Fisto. Kit mm. Fisto on Clone Wars, though? Mm. I like the chasing, actually, and the death sticks. Um, what, it, death sticks? what do we think of Obi-Wan's mullet? Mm. I'm okay with it. Whose do you prefer, Obi-Wan's or Anakin's? Anakin's. 100% Anakin's. Agreed. I like everything with Kamino everything about see, that's the but i i love co- see this but is the I, same too different yeah but yeah, i love clones though like Django fett all of that stuff with him and boba fett love it whole time don't like anything about naboo none of the naboo stuff 
works for me. See? <laughs> We're so funny because my favorite was, parts yes. of Attack of the Clothes are anything on Naboo and like Kamino is like, eh. Especially the animation, like looking at Kamino inside the I clone like factory. <laughs> and like that weird alien lady that drives me effing nuts. Oh, see, oh, I like all God. of that. It's I not like as bad that. as Phantom Menace, but it's not. Mm. See, I like all of that stuff. But like um, Naboo, like, come on. Okay, um, what am I thinking of? Uh, da, 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 da. Across the stars. Hello. Ooh, Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, come on now. I'm trying Might to be the best other... score. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Is there any other memorable music from the, the? I'm trying to think of the prequels as a whole. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think the standouts would be Duel Fates, Across the Stars, and and whatever the fight scene is in Revenge of the Sith. Is that something? Battle I think of Heroes, or is it just? It I might think, just be called the Obi Wan versus Anakin. I think um, it might be Battle of Heroes or something. There's also um, what's it called? Um, oh, you're Anakin. talking about the end of Phantom Menace. Oh. Augie, Augie, what is it? St. Augie's Municipal Band or Augie's Municipal Band? Either way, best celebration st- song in Star Wars. I don't care what you say about Return of the Jedi. That's the one. No comment. That's the one. I love it so much. And I think, let's see, Anakin marching on the Jedi Temple, that whole theme is good. Anakin's Dark Deeds is in Revenge of the Sith, too. Those those two are good. Yeah. Going back to Attack the Clones. Okay, let's see. I said Naboo. Uh, Geonosis would be next. Obi-Wan on Geonosis I enjoy. And like him and Dooku talking is great. I didn't realize that he says, he mentions Darth Sidious. What? So like obi So this is where they find out who Darth Sidious oh. is. Oh. Not who he is, but like that. That he's alive or what? That, that, that's his name. That's his name. Oh. Darth. So they. Because I was. I always was like, I don't remember character. Characters don't outright say Darth Sidious that much. But like no. they say, they say it here, and uh, I think the first time Luke ever says it is in Last Jedi, because he they always just call him the Emperor. All the space battles look pretty decent. Okay, then Geonosis with Anakin and all of them. I hate everything about the Droid Factory, um, the Coliseum stuff. Eh, great Jedi battle. Eh, I, I don't I don't know why. I mean, Kid Fisto, yes, hundred percent, love Kid Fisto. I think the Jedi look cool. I think they shit on them in the Revenge of the Sith, but as far as like, I I didn't like. I don't like that big Jedi battle. I don't know why. It just bothers me for some reason. Except Kid Fisto showing up, always great, and Mace Windu showing up. This party's over. Great line. Let's see what else. Oh, then they're flying in the gunships, which is kind of cool. It's oh, the gunships, I like those. Yeah, the clones show up and everything. And then uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan versus Count Dooku. Then Yoda shows up and saves the day. What do you Decent? think of CGI Yoda? I don't mind it. I thought you were going to say, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't mind it that much. Yeah, I don't mind it. And I don't mind Yoda flipping around. I know some people don't like that. I'm okay with Yoda just doing his thing. I don't mind it. It's never something when I look at it and I'm like, oh my god, like... It doesn't take me out of the movie. Yeah. Like we said earlier, you know. Anakin with dual lightsabers. That's always cool. I like that part where it's all silhouettes and there's the, and Anakin and Dooku are just fighting. That's always nice to see. Phase 1 armor? Not 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 great. Not going to lie. Phase 2 clone armor? Ooh. That's some nice armor. All right. That's all of Attack of the Clones we just went through. Any final thoughts? It could be worse. That's your final that's that's my final thought. It could be worse. Like, it's pretty bad, but I still enjoy it. It's a bad that I can, like, sit down and watch and be like, I, that's cool. And be like, that's awful. 
that's cool. I don't like that. I love that. I mean, again, it's still my number four. I think it's because I, I'm one, <laughs> we've talked about this before. I, I'm the person that likes to see, I like to see everything. I'm not good with like, for example, like big gaps in between story. Like I need to physically see things happening. That's why I like that now we're all starting to get all these like mini series that are in between movies and shows or whatnot because it explains certain things. For me, again, I'm also big on Anakin's storyline because putting aside the sequels, he's the chosen one. I like the idea of everything revolving around him. So for me, this is like the beginning of that small little turn that you see and you can see why things are changing. And again, that's oh I'm my also God, an I Andy Dallasim. Oh my God, wait, we're on Tatooine? Oh. I, s- <laughs> I skipped Tatooine. I can't believe I forgot that. Okay, wait, that's on. kind of a big deal for you this can, movie, wait, wait, isn't you it? Can, you can go back to Tatooine. Let me finish my thoughts. All right. <laughs> so because, you know, you have it's it's literally the beginning of a storyline and you see that flip with his mom and it's the beginning of that change into Vader. And I love, again, I told you, like, I'm an Andy Dallas simp. But then, you know, you also have that transition to, and it's, the, you you can see the beginnings of it here, which I think is so cool. So, yes, it's still my number four, and I do like this movie a lot. It's not as great as Revenge of the Sith, but I just, Phantom Menace, <laughs> pod racing. So, yes, your thoughts on Tatooine in this film? We get to see a non-crispy Uncle Owen and Hamper. It's all right. I slaughtered um, them. And not just the men, but the women. See, I think that acting's not bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. We've talked about this before. I think that's peak, you know? Like, that's great. Cause it's... Yeah. Um. <laughs> he goes, I want to talk yeah. about Tatooine. It has nothing to say about Tatooine. <laughs> no, I just realized I forgot it. I'm like, that's a hey, what do you know? this um, movie. No, I'm thinking of Watto. Is that his name? Oh, Watto. Yeah, he is it. He's a yeah. character. Watto, Watto, Watto. Yeah, Watto. Um, yeah, he shows up for a little bit. That's always nice to see. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I just remembered it, and it's important. <laughs> he kills a bunch of people. That's kind of a big deal for him. Murder. It's the beginning of that switch. Revenge of the Sith. By far our favorite. Might be, depending yeah. on the day, could be your favorite in the whole. Yeah saga first what what were your thoughts on uh grievous because he just kind of shows up out of nowhere this is his first I think appearance he's sick i think he looks so especially too because i think he looked like if we would have gotten grievous in the phantom menace i don't know if i would have been a fan because based on how everything else was animated in that film i think it would have looked like absolute garbage but that what if said, what if we got him as like a fighter in the Colosseum, like before he, because he's supposed to be a great warrior and stuff before before he became, and we see him get injured and stuff. But he would have been like a alien creature. Oh, I think that might dope. Yeah, so like if we saw him before he became all cybernetic, because he wasn't a normal alien yeah. beforehand. So would you so want of would you want of his origin to be in fan, in Attack well, of the Clones? It's, I've seen it somewhere. It's in like a comic or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. I've where he's like normal or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. Like, him just popping into the arena. I mean, like, Spartan. Yeah, I just, I always fight, I always forget that he just shows up. Like, if I'm doing, like, a prequel binge, I'm like, oh, yeah, Grievous just kind of shows up. I they do don't explain it. So cool, though. Like, yeah, I like his design. Again, if it was Phantom Menace, I don't, don't think I would have liked it. But I think the, if you look at Revenge of the Sith versus Episode 1. Yeah, yeah. The CGI has been up so much and I, he looks so i think everything's like been his, uh, his eyes and i i just think of the battle too like one of my favorite my top five duels is him versus obi-wan even though there's a lot of cutting 
but like yeah. it's just so cool like especially like he's got like four lightsabers i don't know um, oh my god the meme ability of this movie i think this is top so tier meme ability right this movie i didn't even i didn't even start it with this is where the fun begins but yeah this is where the co- like i've watched compilations of move like memes in the star wars movies and i think this one is like the longest it's got Honestly, the most is it i I know what video you're talking about, where it's Revenge of the Sith, but just the me. I think it's still, like, 15 or 17 minutes long, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I think... I, There's yeah, also, like, there. videos where it's, like, Revenge of the Sith, but after every meme, it gets, like, half a speed faster or something like that. <laughs> I've seen that. I forget that this movie is, like, like, literally halfway through is when Anakin turns. Like, every time that I always used to watch it, I was, like, I always thought it was, like two hours in or an hour and 45 minutes in and you only had like 45 minutes of pre-crispy vader <laughs> but after I've, I've been re-watching it a lot oh, i haven't watched it a while but see that's I a complaint for a lot like, of people it's like half the movie yeah i don't mind it i don't know what else they would have done yeah i mean maybe you could have had more of the clone wars in it but it, that would have felt weird i think i think it's an okay amount I think they did a good time. I think the pacing of this movie actually works out really well because this that's is not actually this isn't a short movie actually but, like, it feels like a short movie every time I watch it. That's something I wanted to mention in Attack of the Clones. All of her deleted scenes, I feel like, gave her so much more character than just being the love interest, you know? Like, have you seen some of the deleted scenes? I've seen like, all the deleted scenes for Re- Revenge of the Sith. You haven't seen I, any for... No, Attack I didn't watch the Attack of the Clones ones. But, like, there's... Is like, it a lot of Senate stuff? No, well, it's not even as much Senate stuff, but it's, like... On just Padme. So oh, okay. it's like with her family, and then like like. Okay, she, I've seen that one. Yeah, like she's explaining like her political ambitions, and like it's a lot of like explaining like her character and stuff. And I think it would have been great if we included it because then by the time you get to Revenge of the Sith, it's like her sole purpose is a love interest, which I guess is what it was for the beginning. I guess when you're talking about like the basics. Yeah. But, and I'm glad we have the Clone Wars to elaborate on that. I think that makes me feel a little bit better, but I feel like they just shit on her character. It makes me sad. Like, if that would have came out today, that would have been one of the people's main... You know what I mean? Well, I'm thinking if any... Um, let's see. I don't think... what What's the test called? Do you know what the test called is? The, the test? The, like, it's a movie test to see if your movie is... Not feminist, but, like... Equal Mary Sue. Mary Sue. Uh, no, it's like the. Oh my god. Movie. Bechtel. Bechtel test. I'll look it up. Have you ever heard of that? No. What is it? It's like this test, I'm thinking. Uh, it asks whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. The requirement that the two women must be named is sometimes added. It's a really basic requirement, but a lot of films do not meet that requirement. So wait, can you explain what it is again? Okay, let me see if there's an actual one. I think there's three criteria. Oh, wait, here it is. I looked it up according to the website. It's a simple test which names the following three criteria. It has to have at least two women in it who talk to each other about something besides a man. Huh. And sometimes the women should be named, which I guess isn't asking too much Hmm. i'm trying to see if it makes a list probably not no i don't think revenge of the sith definitely wouldn't attack the clones might but oh, wait, probably not she probably talks she talks to a handmaiden once in attack of the clones um revenge of the sith I don't wonder think. woman passed the test star wars yeah, the last the last jedi passed the test she talks to the, Leia, yeah. Yep, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 did. Thor Ragnarok did not. Rise of Skywalker would. 
I'm thinking about Force Awakens because I feel like they, her and Leia only ever talk about Han. Oh no, she talks to Maz. Um, Ray talks to Maz in Force Awakens. That one passes. I don't think any of the original trilogy would pass, really. Because we don't see Leia with almost anyone else because she's getting yeah, rescued. No, and think... no, yeah, none of them would. I think Phantom Menace might. Yeah. The Force Awakens passed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah. But it's an interesting, because it makes sense. Like, that would be the yeah, way that, to prove something, you know? That I mean, that's a low bar. Like, thinking about that is such a low bar, but you're like, wow, most a lot of movies don't pass this. Which is crazy. When would you say Anakin becomes Vader, pre-Crispy Vader? After, mm-hmm. like, the whole thing with Mace Windu. And that's, like, when he's, like, kneeling and he was, like, yes, my bastard. Like, you know what I mean? When he starts talking yeah. slow and stuff, right? Yes. I yes. think that's... I tweeted about that the other day because... Sorry, this is a side note, but... Mm-hmm. Because people were comparing... I don't know if this was a dig at Raylo or a dig at Annie Dalla. But people were comparing, like, seeing how Kylo Ren tortures Rey in TFA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people were like, that's torture and abuse. And then there was another picture, and it was like, oh, my God, couple goals. And it was the picture of pre-Crispy Vader choking Padme, force choking Padme. Okay, but at that point, we can assume that their relationship is pretty much over because Padme knows that he's evil. Anakin is evil. Well, and and, she left him. Yeah, and, like, Anakin says that she betrayed him and asks if she's with Obi-Wan and that's all of that stuff. So that's not a relationship anymore. No. That's literally them breaking, breaking up, up and in a fight. Well, which is not a healthy breakup, obviously. He's choking her out. No. But I mean... People were comparing... Raylo, that's the beginning of the relationship. That should not be saying. how it begins. Yeah, And that's, people, it started a little bit of a debate because... And I think, too, I, I know we might have different views on this, but to me, like, pre-Chris... Like, Vader and Anakin are completely separate things. Like, I know they're the same person physically, but, like, the mindset of those two individuals is, like, a complete switch. Like, they're completely... I don't know. I've always considered... I always say they're two different people. I, yeah, Obviously, I know. Obviously, they're not. But in my mind, like... And it's easier to tell them apart when Vader is crispy. Like, when we have, like, Obviously, yeah, you know, yeah. he's on all black and everything. When he looks the part, yeah. Yeah. I think it's easier to make that transition that yes, those are two different people, but it's still pre-crispy Vader. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's a debate for another day. But oh, I guess to finish off the movie then, because we're at the end, you know, Padme dies. Yeah. So Padme's death. This is often highly debated. <laughs> even though this is what bothers me. George Lucas has like went back. He hasn't went back on a statement, but he's reconfirmed that she did die of sadness. But it just doesn't make any freaking sense. I, there's a popular theory that Palpatine, I think we've talked about this too. Yeah, used her life force used to her keep life to Anakin keep Vader, al- Vader, Vader alive. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I, see, but that like makes sense to me. It's, it's not like one of those theories where it's like, it could, you know, it sounds pretty far-fetched and, you know. I'm okay with it. That, like, that's a, that's a headcanon I can get behind. Because it's just so weird that. I can't, like, she would have died I of ne- sadness. Like, I never questioned Darth it. Like, gets down. Well, I never understood how she died. Like, when I, when I, I was younger and I watched the movies, I never understood. Like, I don't, 
maybe it's because I glossed over the line where it's like it like the sadness. She thing. lost the will to live. Yeah, yeah. I, I was okay with that. I was like, all right. But I don't know why I just accepted that. But see how that doesn't make any sense because of her children. Like when did yeah, she want to live? Can, so, but Anakin's she still has dead. Kids. Pretty much, she still has kids. Mm, yeah. you so, know, kids are what they are. <laughs> and it's just weird to me that like you can say someone died of sadness, but then you have like, for example, Maul in Phantom Menace will live after being thrown down a ventilation shaft or whatever <laughs> that is, or even like um, Boba Fett survives Return of the Jedi after being basically eaten by a sarlacc. He wasn't eaten. He, he was, was. He fell into the. He sarlacc. fell into the sarlacc pit. Okay. So he was never digested. But you see what I'm saying? How these things happen, and then it's just like it's like like George, sadness. Like sadness, really? Like if it would have just been cool. Like it's just weird. I don't know. I mean, he yeah. I guess he could have literally said complications. Or and I called mean, it I a guess day. the sadness thing. You could say that the do- they didn't know what happened. At, like the doctor droids, they didn't were unaware. I'm, so they assume that it's just sadness, but in reality. But how would you? How would you? say that like how do you explain that that pal like how would do we just get a cutaway of palpatine know? talking to himself how would they know you know what i'm saying yeah i know i i know what doctor you're saying people? yeah the doctor wouldn't know but i'm saying how would you convey that to the audience like palpatine doing some weird wizard stuff yeah like that's what i would show like i would show him like putting the the life force in vader hmm. but hmm. Yeah. so yeah that's revenge of the sith um <laughs> Let's Is there see. Any thoughts on Revenge of the Sith overall? They send Luke to be a random farmer and make the other one a literal princess. <laughs> Luke kind of gets shafted. That's all I'm saying. No, overall, really good movie. Love the Wookies. Kashyyyk, I love Kashyyyk. Might be my favorite planet. It's up there. I believe that concludes our discussion on the prequels. I think we got some things off our chest. You know, established some things, talked about some things. So leading into this, we have a couple things to discuss. So, first of all, let's get out of the way. Nick, where can they find you? I am at sug underscore 11 on Twitter and on Instagram. I think that's it. (laughs) And I am on Twitter and TikTok at simp, the number four, Skywalker. We also have a podcast Twitter account, which we launched. We've hit 230 followers, actually, as of right now. Very exciting. Thank you. I do follow back. So, you know, give me a good follow. And I got you. The username for that is Sith Happens Pod. It's in my bio, and then our usernames are also in the bio of that. So, go check it that out. It will be in my bio, but I don't know how to change my bio right <laughs> now. So, <laughs> we'll I'll figure it. figure it out. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> But oh, so. I'm also on Letterboxed at suck <laughs> underscore eleven. If you want a critical review of the movie Up, I give it four and a half stars. Love oh, Up, Lord. great movie. <laughs> so yeah, um, follow us on Twitter. We have a lot of. I that's why I post my polls when we don't have when I want you guys to pick topics. I didn't do one last week because I knew we were gonna do this. But um, also updates. So like this episode's gonna come out on Monday instead of Sunday. And, you know, discussions, um, try to keep things healthy and clean, but, you know, you can't control everyone. And that brings us to our exciting piece of news. So we've recently been in contact with a couple of people. And next Sunday, we will be joining the Hello There podcast 
for a special episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but we are joining their two gentlemen and we're going to be talking about some Star Wars stuff on their show. So their podcast, it's called Hello There Podcast. I believe they're on Apple Podcasts or Podcasts or whatever um, and Spotify and a bunch of other stuff as well. So go check them out because we will be on their show and I'm so excited to be collaborating with another show that was something i wanted to do when we first started this was to like either have people on this show or to work with other podcasts and this is the first one we're doing and very exciting we'll also be having them on the show within the next couple weeks i know we got a couple things planned we'll be talking about the original trilogy next week and then we'll be talking about clone wars the show um reviewing that and then we'll probably have them on so very exciting stuff so i'm excited about that i don't know but so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm Indeed. But that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate all the support and all the love. I love when anyone ever messages and is like, oh, my God, I'm listening to the podcast. It's just like, it's, I don't know. It's a fun time. But, yeah, I hope you have a great day. And this has been Sith Happens. We'll see you all next week.